0: The information and stories in this podcast are for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Content provided should not be taken as relationship or sexual advice. We are not experts. Explicit language and frank descriptions of sex are discussed. This podcast is for adults only. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of the Almost Swinger Podcast.
1: Welcome back, guys.
0: I had a pretty good week. What about you? Uh,
1: it was a pretty busy week.
0: Okay. Well,
1: you know, uh, it's, it's on the up and up, though.
0: That's good. That's good. I don't know why. I feel like almost everybody I talked to this week was like, I'm exhausted. And the minute they said that, I thought to myself, I could take a nap right now.
1: That's how I feel right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're not gonna take naps well no it's too late at night you would just go to bed
1: oh no i got a, a red bull vodka right here i'm good i'm good
0: <laughs> we're, that's your second drink or
1: uh, second that's your
0: your second okay yeah i'm i finished my first but drink alcohol for me it dries out my voice too much so i was like so i don't sound like a raspy old man or, or something like that not that that's not attractive going in a really bit dark place here okay just i'm digging yourself just hole. digging in um so i'm drinking agua h2o um <laughs> so let's get off that topic okay. um uh, oh my gosh okay so i'm not gonna spoil anything but i will mention that we watched the first episode of the last of us uh it comes out on sundays
1: you know I'm not the one to so Oh, that I don't time. remember.
0: Oh, man. I, oh, okay, I'll check. I, I'm not 100% sure. But it's so good. It's we. Did you play the video games?
1: Yeah, I played it all the way through. Okay. And I know we were both kind of worried about the director because he said he never played the game.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: that he seemed pretty disconnected from the franchise. Yeah. But as far as the story so far, it's pretty much a play-by-play
0: it really is and I can't remember what it's called but not just like the the director but just like the the shots that they took and how similar it was to the game so we're both gamers as well um I am a bitch when it comes to horror though I can't do it you've played what call of duty zombies is that what it's called is it called zombies or is it just zombies mode?
1: You're just getting way off track. Am I this.
0: really? <laughs> uh,
1: but Last of Us, good. If you haven't uh, seen the first episode, go ahead and watch it before the next one comes out.
0: It's so good. I'm not going to spoil it. I can't spoil it. So please, oh my gosh, watch it so that I can talk about it.
1: Yeah, we don't have a whole lot of time. <sighs> Yes. But our topic today is a review of Colette's New Orleans.
0: Yeah, we're going to talk about Colette's in New Orleans. Now, the, we're just specifying New Orleans because, what, there's Colette's in Texas as well. Yeah, I believe right? there
1: is one in Austin, Dallas, and Houston. Houston. Yes. Oh,
0: I remembered! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and we're reviewing this one first just because we this was our first lifestyle club we went to. Yep. Get, yeah to try to dip our toes into the into the waters and then it's also one that we frequent over the years.
0: Yeah, it's it's the one we we know the best, I I would say. So, um we do have plans to go to the other collettes um a little bit more often, but we're we want to give y'all the the layout, the location, some information on pricing, um and any other information that I think maybe we think is important uh about this specific Location, Right. And Um, a few
1: of our uh, experiences.
0: We'll probably go towards the the funnier stories um, about uh, Colette's New Orleans. So first, uh, well, let's talk about like the layout and the location.
1: So first off, the location is probably the best one of all the Colette's clubs. Just because other Colette's seem to be in warehouse districts Mm -hmm. where it's on the outskirt of town and you have to drive maybe 15 to 20 minutes to get to it. Right. This Collette's, you can be at a hotel literally right across the street. And even if it might be a dead night at Collette's, you can go into the French Quarter because it's all within walking distance of each other.
0: Right. It's maybe like, what, a minute off of, a minute and a half or two off of Bourbon. Um, Jackson Square's like right around the corner from it. It's very central and there's, there's so many hotels, like at least, at least. But even within walking distance, maybe between ten and fifteen, we would actually have to do the count because I'm pretty sure I oh, just made a. Tons. there's tons. I know I made a liar out of myself, but there's there's tons. And then.
1: But it, there is two that we typically stay at if we're going to. Yeah. Collect, it's usually the Alof Hotel, which is at the corner of that same block, and then the AC, which is kind of on the same block but just around the corner, and so they're about a two minute walk. From okay. Colette's.
0: Which one do I complain about more because of the heels I wear?
1: Uh, is it neither of those? No, it's, it's not- usually uh sometimes we stay at the Residence Inn. That, that, that's a bit more of a walk.
0: One is a little bit further than the other between the AC and well, A-Lock. the AC
1: is around the corner where are they uh
0: it's probably off. You can kind of see. Yeah.
1: But yeah, so those are the ones we stay at, but. Pretty much any hotel within the French Quarter is a yeah. walking distance.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty central location. Now, also though, the thing about the location is that how would you describe it? It it's kind of you can mistake it for a wall, um, just like a gray wall, but there's a door on it, and that's Colette's. Um, typically, there is would you call them like a bouncer?
1: Uh, I would say just a doorman.
0: Okay. Oh, that's a better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a there's a doorman. Usually, typically he's outside. So you'll kind of notice um, a lot of people walk by and they have no idea what it is. And so hearing them sometimes be like, oh, what's this? Like, it's so funny because no one really tells them. <laughs> but you can literally walk by and you, you might miss it. Um, but I think if you Google a picture of it, I'm pretty sure... Like it it shows around the corner. Like when we're walking from the around the corner from like the where the A Loft is. Right. you it's kind it's like whoever took the picture took of it right on that corner and it's like that gray wall, that's Colette's.
1: And yeah, so it's just a gray building and it kinda sticks out from the other ones. It does. And then you walk up, usually there's a doorman out there that will greet you and kinda let you in. Uh and that kinda opens into the what would you say a kind of lobby area i would say
0: like the the foyer or the foyer if you're bougie um the the foyer yeah where you're gonna see like a one or two receptionists there is now a lot of people walk in with coats and keep them on there's actually a closet behind you that you can hang your coat in um on one wall there's the closet you'll see like some mints, some colette's um like what is it like magazines or like posters and things like that and then you're going to see one or two receptionists at a computer and what they're going to do is ask for your id they're going to ask if you're a member if you're here just for the night because the the pricing does change
1: and then if you're not a member you will have to do a quick little uh Kind of disclaimer or like contract type, um, yeah you know, it's, a, like, it's
0: an it's like an agreement disclaimer, um just you know things like you're not gonna take pictures and things like that to to keep the anonymity um of of the place in there because they do have rules about uh like phones, but and we'll get into that in a little bit, but um but yeah, and then they give you your wristbands
1: after that you kind of walk into uh more of the the kind of down downstairs area which is more for kind of conversation <laughs> music dancing the bar mm-hmm. uh there will be some seating areas right through that uh door and then straight ahead you'll see a bar that's kind of in the center of the room with yeah. seating to the right along that wall and then past that will be the dance floor they have a, a small stage with the pole a stripper pole The DJ booth is off to the left of the dance floor and past the dance floor and between the DJ booth and stripper pole, they have uh, a the, gentleman's yeah. bathroom and a ladies.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty like uh, straightforward description of, of the layout. Just, yeah. Like, like Owen said, um, you, you walk in and, and also th- there's, you know, the, when you walk in past the receptionist, there's sofas. So it is a little dark. I will say just depending on what time you get there. If you get there earlier, it's a little, the lights, there are more lights on. Um, but if you get there a little bit later, it's a little bit darker when you walk in. Um, so I have tripped a couple of times. So just be careful.
1: <laughs> yeah. So from that kind of area, if you were to walk back towards the, the door you open and look to your right, there is another doorway that kind of leads into this very narrow, small kind of uh, hallway. Yeah. With a staircase. And then there's also an elevator.
0: The elevator does work. It doesn't look like it works, but it does actually work.
1: And if you do choose the stairs, be careful ooh. if you have
0: heels. My God.
1: Because there's tons of times my I've god, felt like I've ca- caught you.
0: <laughs> my God. The amount of times it, ooh, it does feel like death. It does feel like you are going to trip. Be careful. Walk sideways. Hold on to somebody's hand and hold on to the railing. If we, if I'm counting like maybe like out of every three times we've been there, I've probably tripped two out of three times, um, which is why I take the elevator. I hop on that um, if it's, (laughs) if it's available. So just, yeah, be careful going up and down those stairs.
1: Uh, And yeah, once you get up there, you kind of walk into, I would say the middle of that kind of uh, upstairs area.
0: Yeah, you come out in the middle of, of upstairs. So on your right hand side and this is what we were talking about earlier because on the when you come out of the stairs on the right hand side you've got a a little bit more of a hallway but then you're opened up into this seating area and the library but if you go to the left you're gonna go more towards uh the different rooms that they have available for play
1: and we'll kind of just go ahead and walk to the right yeah so like she said there is the like a kind of a L L couch right there to sit. And if you keep walking straight past the uh, the library, that is the doorway that leads to the elevator. So if you were to go mm-hmm. on the elevator, you would come up to the, the far end of the, uh, right. the second floor. And right there will be the doorway to the library. And it has about, what is that, four sofas?
0: Either three or four. Is there one on each Yeah, I believe, like, yeah. yeah. There's one
1: on each wall. Four leather sof- sofas. And it's kind of like a like that old study. Type yeah, library. it has
0: like a old, like not like a gothic feel, but kind of like if you it, if you were ever one of those people that wanted like a nice study with books that you haven't read in your home, it looks like that, and and kind of like really nice uh, leather couches. And there's mints everywhere. So if you're ever worried about like bad breath or anything, there's tons of mints. I wish they were the hard ones though, and not those soft mints. I like the soft ones. You like the soft mints? Oh yeah. Oh my god, gross. Uh, okay, do y'all, fire. let us know. Um, yeah, do y'all like soft mints or hard hard mints? Soft mints are gross. Right? Yeah, I like
1: being able to bite into it and not kind of crack my teeth.
0: <sighs> you don't crack your
1: teeth on them. <laughs> All oh, right. And then walk around. <laughs> um, so you walk into the library. If you stay to the left side of the wall, there's mm-hmm. another doorway uh, on that wall. And that leads into the movie theater kind of mm-hmm. style room. I think they updated it since they did since we started going.
0: Yeah, because the couches were getting a little not raggedy, but they were getting like holes in them and like they were um, getting usage. Yeah, they were getting usage of. Yeah, they're, they, yeah, people were running back and forth on those. Um, but, yeah, no, they switched out the sofa. And then I think there's more in there now, right? And there's also. Like,
1: uh, just some tables, uh, small little trash cans. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, tables
0: for your drinks. They didn't used to have those.
1: And I would say they usually display some kind of, kind of generic porn. Yeah, but usually most people in there aren't focused on
0: <laughs> no the porn. The porn. If you if you're trying to get if you're trying to get in the mood from the porn, that ain't happening. You you might want to take another lap and then come back in there.
1: All right. So, still talking about the layout, you can either go back into the library and out the way you came, or there's a door in the movie theater off to the left wall
0: now okay but that door i don't think you're actually supposed to i don't think they want you using that door i
1: believe it's meant to be an exit not an entrance
0: okay Okay, I yeah. feel like some. I feel, I feel like maybe like a uh, an employee told like somebody to keep. Maybe it was because they had the door open. No, yeah, well. you're not
1: supposed to kind of stand in the doorway, yeah, kind of looking in,
0: right? Come uh, in or don't.
1: Yeah, you should yeah. be coming in through that back way through the library.
0: Okay, okay.
1: And then out through the, into the hallway, and if you make the right and start going to the kind of area that we haven't kind of described on your right side as you walk through there, there's a hallway that leads to a private room. Mm -hmm. that you can lock and there's also seating in that hallway Mm -hmm. and then off to our left of that hallway there is kind of like this i would say like c-shaped seating area
0: yeah it's it's kind of like maybe like how you would have uh like a living room like if you had Uh, Like a sofa and a left seat. And then there's like a coffee table in the middle. The AC tends to blast a little bit there too. So that's why I I also say kind of like walk around. Because sometimes it feels, I feel like sometimes it's cold up there and it's nice. When it's kind of like hotter outside. But sometimes it's like, it it feels like the AC is blasting. And it's like, "Ah, give me your jacket.
1: (laughs) And then if you keep uh, going forward, you have sheer rooms to your left. And I would say about, there's about four sheer rooms. And the way that works is, A, you can have it, the doorway, the uh, the curtain, all the way open mm-hmm. that leads into the room.
0: You can have the And sheer- that would
1: mean, you know, you can, people can come in. Obviously, they still need consent to touch you and things like that. Or you yeah. can have just the sheer uh, curtain that you can see through. Yeah. That means that they want to be watched. Uh, but again, don't pull the curtain
0: Back, don't Back do or that. to the
1: side to kind of get into the room to get yeah. a better look. Just kind of look through the sheer. Yeah. And there's a privacy. Curtain. Yeah. If
0: you don't want to be watched and you don't, you definitely don't want anybody coming in. Pull that privacy curtain. It's not see through. Um, it's more like kind of like a vinyl. Um, and you you just if if that's what you want, that it's just it also is a message to people. You know, hey, come on in. Hey, watch us if you like. Hey don't bother
1: (laughs) right and then from the sheer rooms there was so there's the uh what would you say orgy slash voyeur room
0: i call it i think if you're outside looking in it's a voyeur room i think if you're inside to also
1: quick give a picture of the room yeah so of opposite of the sheer rooms there's a wall with a big one-way mirror so everyone on the outside in the hallway is looking in. Oh,
0: wait, hold on. Because if you go around the corner, there's another one. Well, yeah, I, I was
1: I was trying to kind of... Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. The layout <laughs> sorry.
1: Uh, so on that wall, big one that you can see into a room that has this big circular bed in the center. There's some seating off to the right. And... Like she was saying, if you walk around the corner. Mm-hmm,
0: past the bathrooms.
1: uh, And there are bathrooms to the left.
0: Yeah. Just I'm sorry, past the sheer rooms. It's, it's right before the bathrooms and the lockers. You turn you turn right. Well, yeah.
1: All right.
0: <laughs> I know. I'm getting so you're, too you're,
1: specific. You're, 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 well, you're getting ahead yeah. a little bit. <laughs> so, all right. So, you're walking past the shear rooms. You're walking past uh the one-way mirror. Mm-hmm. There's a narrow hallway straight ahead. Before you go into the hallway, there's the women's restroom. And then at the end of that hallway to the left, there is the men's restroom. Mm-hmm. There's lockers along that wall in that hallway. And there's also some towels that you can grab. I believe if you give uh, the, at the the lobby slash foyer or whatever yeah. you want to call the, that area, you can give uh, $5 that you can get back later to get a lock to put on uh, one of those lockers. Yeah. So if you have baggage that you want to carry around, you can put it in those.
0: Can you also give them your ID?
1: Uh, I believe it was something like that. Yeah, I forget.
0: I know I have it. We we never use. Yeah, I believe lockers. it was either
1: ID or a five dollar bill. Yeah. But before you get to that hallway, there is another hallway to the right of that one that you walk through, and then on the right side, there's another one way big mirror looking into that orgy mm-hmm. slash uh voyeurism room. Yeah. You keep walking down that hallway, and then you get to the doorway of that uh of that
0: of the voyeur room.
1: Voyeur room to your right, and then to your left. I know it sounds like a maze, <laughs> but there is another small hallway and I would say that's more the DTF room because yes. if you go, because you have to be naked in order to go into that room
0: yes, or and strip down. They told us the name of the room. We have both just forgotten what it's actually called, but that room is specific and the voyeur room, what you might see is that a lot of people come in and they watch and that's okay to do that in there um but in the are we calling it the DTF room yeah all right we're gonna call it the DTF room and the DTF room off to the left of the warrior room if you have to be disrobed I think you can bring a towel yeah you can bring a towel um but basically if you're not in there to have sex you gotta get out they don't I I, I don't think they really want you in there yeah
1: if if you're not there to play
0: yeah, there's no they, watching. They don't want
1: you to watch or anything, or stand around or block up the area. Yeah, you know, the, there's a, a big room for that prior
0: right next right next door. So yeah, it, and it, it makes sense to me. I I do. I will say, in my opinion, I really like the layout of this Colette's because it does not feel it doesn't feel cramped and claustrophobic. I think, at least for me, being from New Orleans. That is the way things are set out, set up in, in New Orleans. So a lot of people might think like, oh, it's kind of cramped. But I think they make a really good use of the space.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, like I said, it's it's a very small club, but they definitely try to do a lot with a little.
0: Yeah. And you're getting central location. You're getting a lot of benefits. All
1: right. And then we can kind of segue into pricings. So with pricing let's see. So couples would be about $40 on a Wednesday, $30 on Thursday, because it's usually their slowest day. Uh, Friday, Saturday, $70. Single ladies, it would be $10 on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, $20. And then single men tend to have to pay a pretty hefty fee to get in. Wednesday and Thursday would be $100. Friday, $120. And unless there's a special event going on, Single men aren't allowed on Saturdays, couples only.
0: Now, and let me ask you this because I'm not wholly sure. On special events, does the pricing fluctuate?
1: So, yeah, it typically does go a bit higher on your Valentine's Day, during Mardi Gras, um, Halloween, New Year's.
0: Okay, all right. I'm never paying, so that's why I had to ask. Um.
1: And then also (laughs) on top of those fees, you would also have to pay a membership fee. Which is oh, usually yeah. uh, about $30.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, say, all right. So, if you're a couple going on a Saturday, what's that? Is it 100
1: Uh, Roughly, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. And so, next, what are we going to, uh, what are we talking about next?
1: So, kind of like we were talking about, so they are closed Sunday through Tuesday. Uh, couples only on Saturday, unless it's a special event. And then, single guys are only allowed Wednesday through Friday. And Wednesday is usually their newbies night. So if you are newer to the lifestyle and really want to kind of be around people around the same experience level, Mm -hmm. Wednesday is the day to go. Outside of that, Thursday, like I said, is really dead. Friday starts picking up, Saturday being their biggest day.
0: And I would say, I'd say like in our experiences at least- Friday picks up later, like maybe around 11 o'clock, because, two in New Orleans, a lot of bars don't close. Um, if they do, a lot of them close around 4 a.m. Colette's closes at 2 a.m., so uh, a lot of people will get there around, like, 11, 11.30, honestly. No, it
1: closes at, like, 3 or 4 a.m.
0: Oh, it does close at 4 a.m.? Yeah,
1: we've been in there,
0: at about 3 a.m. Oh I remember the time we were in there till like four a.m and I was like, shoot, let's get home. I'm so tired. Um yeah, no, so that a lot of people will get there a little bit later. And that that's fine if you do because they close late. But yeah, and so let's uh, let's talk about like crowd levels in special events. Um
1: Oh, it's
0: it's crazy.
1: It's pretty <laughs> crazy. Uh Whereas, like you said, on a normal night, it gets starts getting pretty crowded around 11 p.m. Yep. On a, on a normal Saturday, whereas a special event night, it will be pretty crazy from about doors open or about 9.30.
0: Yeah, and also, I'm thinking, like, special event nights, but, like, sometimes they have, like, what, like, sponsorships with, uh... Oh, like with swinging sites. I can't. I can't remember a name right now.
1: Yeah, there's a few of the kind of notable ones. Your Secs, your Cassidy's, your uh, Eye Candies, all of that kind of stuff that tends yeah, to bring a crowd.
0: That was a bring a crowd as well. The ones
1: that are very crazy again are your Halloween's. Yep. New Year's, and then would you say Valentine's Day?
0: Valentine's Day, yeah, is pretty packed along with Mardi Gras. And I've heard, we've never gone on the 4th of July, but I've heard that it's pretty lit on the 4th of July as well. I
1: could probably, bikinis, flags Yes. Everywhere.
0: Yeah. And they do Water like, guns. like special, like, like do like this type of outfit and stuff. So it can be, I think it's fun. I find it fun. So yeah. Um, okay. And so something a lot of people, a lot of people ask this question, the age demographics, what does, what does, what, what do the age demographics look like? I, I want I want to hear what you think first.
1: So I would say as far as a normal night, it would typically sway closer to, I would say, the mid-40s. I would agree. Is the crowd, um, obviously, it could stray higher into the 50s, 60s, not as the average, but just kind of the peaks. And then as low as 18 years old. Really? Oh, no. I've, I've seen... Guys that I thought were uh, were kids, but I mean, again, that's that's the very few. Oh,
0: I'm okay. not saying,
1: yeah, that's the average. Again, the average is somewhere about 40s, yeah. mid 40s, but I have seen baby faces kind of walk through <laughs> in awe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, I, and I would agree because I, I would just probably say, like, on a Saturday and Friday, I think that they are, are more so of like, the 30-year-old the crowd and older, you know, with the 20s sprinkled in. So I think that it's a good mix, honestly, because Owen knows this. I like, like, meeting people and, and talking to people. So just because you meet somebody doesn't mean you have to play with them as well. Like, if you're a newbie... Just because you're talking to somebody doesn't mean that you have to play with them. It, you can say, okay, well, thanks. I'm going to go see what else is going on. Um, but people tend to be uh, really nice. Um, but uh, so, yeah, so we've we've talked about, I think, like your first visit. You know, remember that there isn't going to be any signage on the street. You're looking for kind an, an of an out-of-place, what would you say? Do you agree, like a gray wall? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's 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 kind of just that old kind of noble style building, but it's all gray.
0: All gray. Yes. May, would you say a charcoal gray or would you say a a, a more of a grayscale uh gray?
1: I'm a guy and gray is gray. It's okay. a gray building. <laughs>
0: okay. We'll we'll compare grays later. All right. The doorman in front uh of the building. I'm trying to remember too. Does the doorman sometimes take your ID? No. No, he doesn't.
1: Uh, They take your ID at the front desk. Uh, And I know when we started going to Colette's, they did tours for anyone that said they were new. Uh, As of recently, I haven't seen them do a lot of those. Uh, It may have changed. We haven't been in a few months.
0: I think it's also, too, just because everyone is a bit short-staffed. I think... Because I actually caught someone getting a tour at one point um but it wasn't by like any of the like attendees or like the bartender it seemed like it was it was a guy and he was giving the tour but i had seen him there a lot before um and he was giving he was giving a a couple of people uh the tour but i think it's just depending on if they're staffed or not and maybe if you come in and you ask the attendees if they're doing tours i would say ask them uh because they they may be able to if they're not super busy
1: right and before they would do the tour, they would kind of show you to the bar, show you the process. Uh, the bar is BYOB. Bring
0: your own beer uh,
1: or liquor. Beer. Bottle.
0: Oh, it's bottle? <laughs> yeah, bring your own bottle. I am so stupid. Oh, my God. Edit this out. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's uh, bring your own bottle. Um, they check it in at the uh, at the bar. They'll hold it for you. Anytime you go, they'll have your name on it. And you just let them know what you want. They You don't have to pay for the mixers. At the New Orleans location, they have Cokes. Uh, they have
0: diet cranberry drinks. Cranberry juice. Orange juice. Yeah.
1: Not I don't know think, all your basics, but you do have yeah. to pay for, like, uh, Red, Bull. Red Bulls. So, your your premium mixers, you do have to pay for. But if it's just soda or a juice, they tend to be able to just do that for free.
0: Oh, also, bring cash to tip um, the bartenders there are a lot of people in there and because you're bringing your own bottle, you know, it is nice to tip them. They are, you know, making drinks all night long. They, you know, have to listen to people over the, the music playing, you know, people trying to grab their attention. They're doing a really great job, oh, yeah. and they're all really nice. So make sure you tip uh, your your bartenders. And
1: also think about all the money you're already saving for not being at a, a normal Bourbon Street bar. Yes. Paying. twenty five dollars twenty dollars a drink
0: a drink i'll just touch on that quite briefly if you are not from the if you've never been to new orleans Bourbon is where most people go. You're going to get, you know, some drinks. If you're by yourself, you're going to spend between, you know, 12 to 20 dollars on a drink depending on what you get. You're saving money because a bottle is going to cost you maybe 20 to 25 dollars if you're going to get your tequila and you're, you know, depending on what you're getting. Overall, your experience at Collects, you are saving money because you can be there. What time do they open?
1: Uh, doors open at 9 p.m.
0: They're they're open from nine to about four. So imagine yourself staying there and drinking uh, with free mixers versus going to a bar. And and I know when we <laughs> when we go out to drink on Bourbon, we we spend a lot of money. So yeah, we we're
1: we're not we're not lightweights. <laughs> we're not
0: lightweights. lightweights at all. So so yeah. So you you'll definitely save money. So just but make sure you tip your your bartenders. With
1: that said, about not being lightweights. <laughs> Their bar, those bartenders will pour heavy because there have been plenty of times where I felt like I've only had three drinks and we go back to the bar at the end of the night to get our bottle of tequila or uh, vodka whiskey, whatever it is for the night. And it's empty. Shit's
0: gone. I'm laughing so hard, y'all, because of the amount of times it's happened. And I feel like a little disappointed. And I'm like, oh, my God. We got to chill. <laughs> we got to not do. Yeah, they do. They do. Pour, so I will say, keep that in mind. They do typically ask if you want a single or a double. Maybe just go for a single because the cups are rather small. Oh, I didn't know
1: they asked. They asked yeah, I no, thought they just poured it up.
0: No, they asked me. And I always go. Because every time we go to a bar in New Orleans, I say. So Give it's me your a fault. Du-. Oh, no. So no, No. Your say, fault. no. <laughs> it, so okay. we get
1: Liddy." <laughs> Off of off, off of your turn. You know what?
0: <laughs> He's saying that, but he'll be like, oh, grab a couple of shots, too. A couple of shots, sir. <laughs> hey,
1: don't try to uh, intervene in my gaslighting.
0: <laughs> the math of the manipulation. But yeah, no. Uh, either ask for a single or just note that they pour heavy and ask for a chaser on the side. Because if you're not a drinker and if you're not... Uh, if you're a lightweight, that's okay to be a lightweight. If you're a lightweight, um, pace yourself. Do not get sloppy drunk, you know, your first hour there. Just ask for a chaser with your drink. Uh, the bartenders are really nice. They'll give it to you. Um, and, and just take your time.
1: Yeah, take your time. Uh, I'd say before it gets busier around that 11, yeah. 10.30 mark, go ahead, grab another drink. Because it will be near impossible on, like, especially a special event night. Yep. To get those bartenders' attention because I don't know how many times we've gone... Where we looked around the bar and mm. saw so many mad.
0: At least twice. I know it's happened both Halloweens. Yeah, so gone. many
1: mad, angry people just sitting there getting frustrated, waiting for a drink.
0: You know what got me mad and frustrated and really grinded my gears is when people have their damn drinks and then continue to sit at the bar. I'm sorry. If you, <laughs> you, you have to understand the bar is packed. And there might be like two bartenders. They try to have three or four on special events. I don't know. I'm remembering 2019 pre-COVID, but post-COVID, I've been seeing two bartenders. It's just the bar is literally packed with everybody trying to get their drinks.
1: I can get it when it's a special events night, only because where are you going to go? There really isn't anywhere to go.
0: If you want to say that's what he means, right? Is that what you mean? What was it? Like, if if you're looking for somewhere to
1: sit. Somewhere to sit or just, honestly, no, on a special event night, I would just say somewhere to stand, period.
0: Okay.
1: Because you're kind of being shoulder to shoulder. That's true. I will say on the nights where it's like a normal week, there's tons of seating area around and you have kind of those bigger groups that kind of take one side of the the bar, then that can be a little, because they're not giving you any opens to get through and get to the bartender.
0: Yeah. And I I say that, but sometimes people are standing at the bar, but they let, they will let like somebody through to get their drinks. But like, yeah, there's occasionally there is like a big group that like the side of the dance floor, they're taking up like that entire side of the bar and they like get their drinks and they stay there. And it's just like, well, fuck everybody else. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's, it's kind of that formula of problem that, every bar kind of has especially college uh bars that yeah. we've gone to in the past you just wish they would disperse a little bit more
0: yeah
1: um yeah. but again the bartenders do a great job with kind of get everybody their drinks as fast as possible yeah heavy pours heavy heavy pours tip if you can i tend to try to bring a few 20s with me
0: yeah
1: and just kind of tip throughout
0: the night and 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 like we said like they're they're really nice so just just be prepared uh you know bring your bottle if you have a bottle out on the street you do need to have it in a bag um but all you're gonna do is walk up to the bar you're gonna bring it the bartenders are gonna ask for your name if you feel like you have a common name i just give a different name um like you know if if your name is matt uh now i'm trying to think of like a crazy name or something Boom. Today you are Hezekiah. So,
1: <laughs> Spell that. I don't know how exactly. to spell
0: it. I'm sorry.
1: I mean, they usually just ask for like.
0: First name. Your first name. So Owen L. Yeah. And your last initial. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no. And tip. Music at Colette's. <laughs> Music at Colette's. Um, we have a little joke between us two. You can't
1: tell me it's a joke. (laughs) It's 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 fact that Pitbull (laughs) has to be the national swinger uh, musician song. uh, I can't even say just song because it's It's I feel like it's
0: it's every one of his songs.
1: Greatest hits of Pitbull get played at. I don't know about the other uh, swinger clubs or lifestyle clubs, but at Colette, I feel like it's almost on cue that. You're going to hear Pitbull at least seven to eight times. I remember
0: because one time we went and we once again, we made a joke about it. And I was like, oh, look, finally, they're playing some different music. And Owen goes, nope, give it a minute. And I was like, no, he was like, give it a minute. And then it was like, darling. And I was like, no, it's, Pit- <laughs> it's Pitbull. Like, I, I do like Pitbull songs. They, they are a bop. But I was like.
1: Three, two, one. <laughs>
0: Fireball. Fire. But I was like, I was like, Jesus. (laughs) It's it's Pitbull. Oh, my God. I just feel like at this point, we we have to have, like, we have to host Pitbull at, like, a swinger event. Like, we have to get him to try to come. I
1: don't know if you're going to get Mr. Worldwide.
0: Mr. Worldwide. Oh, that's the other one you hear. Mr. Worldwide. It's...
1: (laughs) Shit. Yeah, usually you're gonna hear a lot of Pitbull kind of sprinkled in through the night, Love and then uh, a lot of early two thousands music, I feel.
0: Yeah, it's you're gonna hear your occasional in sync Backstreet Boy. You're gonna hear like a lot of R and B. Um, you're gonna hear Umbrella, Rihanna. Um, but it, it, I will say, it does tend to sound like it's the same mix every single time we go am I room uh, it's
1: it's not you're not going there for the music at all you're not going to get today's hits a lot of
0: variation yeah and unless i think i would say probably unless it's like a really popular club song because i feel like when post malone songs, like a couple songs by him were getting popular like they they played those um but it, it's really like get on the floor like sweat your ass off kind of music so yeah, um it's 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 fine. It's it's good music. Um I just I do wish that there was more variation in it though.
1: Oh yeah. I know when we took a trip to Austin kind of recently, uh, we went to different bars over there and they had pretty good DJs oh where they God. would kind of mix, cut. So and good. you don't really get that at some of these clubs. You could tell it's definitely they have their uh Spotify their set-
0: playlist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're, I was trying to make it sound a little bit more professional.
0: Oh, okay. They're no, set. They're set.
1: Uh, Love that term. They, they just go through those uh, songs that they already kind of pre-planned out. There's no variation from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like I, like I said, it's fine. I mean... I think, like, sometimes I, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, I know, like, what song is coming next or, or something like that. But it's, yeah, it's it's fine. The music is, is fine. It, it will get you up and dancing if that's what you, you want to do. Um, and I will say it's not very loud earlier on in the day. Um, but as the day, as the night goes, oh, I said the day, the night. Um, but as the night goes on, the music does get louder and then that does make it like harder to hear people downstairs.
1: Right. Um, and then now I'm kind of going into, I feel like our experience, how would you, uh,
0: categorize it? Categorize it. Um, if I was going to give it a grade, I would, I would say very good. I, I, and I'm putting that on like, um, on that, like neutral is in the middle, bad, very bad good very good because nine times out of ten
1: uh school grading like a a <laughs> through f
0: um I'm, I'm gonna give it an a I'm not i'm gonna give it a, a a plus i'm gonna give it an a simply and, and once again because i'm going to clarify i think that my rating was good but okay school rating let's do it okay it gets an a um the reasoning being is that I don't think that any of our experiences that have been like a turnoff have been any fault of Colette's or the employees. Like everybody is always generally very nice and we have like a great experience. The I think some of the only experiences that I've had that were a little bit of a turnoff were occasionally when, and, and I, I think this happened more so during special events, it gets packed, and it gets very difficult for the employees to enforce the rules. Well, here, let
1: me put in my rating before you get too into. Oh, detail okay, okay, okay. I'm right sorry,
0: here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, I was going off into my story.
1: So, what was your rating? <laughs> an A. So you said A. Yeah. I I would give it a B plus, a okay. B plus, not
0: an A minus.
1: I, I wouldn't give it an A minus. Uh, it gets a high grading for me because of its location. It's really close to the French Quarter. It's all in walking distance. That's like the biggest kind of perk to me. Uh, The club itself, it's well kept, clean, friendly staff. Uh, It is on the very smaller side of things. And I would say at the beginning of the time we went, I might give it an A, like a solid A. Mm -hmm. To after COVID, a C plus, B minus. Okay. And then I kind of steadily going back up to that A-range. Mm-hmm. It's not quite there yet for me, but again, we haven't been in a few months, so it may be in that A-range again. Okay. Uh, and we'll, we can go back uh, soon to see, but I know you're probably going into the uh, upstairs yeah. with kind of patrolling it and making sure kind of all of those single guys or guys straying from their uh, partner yeah, are staying kind of corral or kind of in check
0: yes (laughs) i mean we've had at least we've had like two or three experiences where i feel okay i'm gonna just give this example specifically the movie theater do you know what story i'm talking about
1: um i'm going to say it is the time where you started going down on me.
0: Okay, let me go. Like, like I want to tell the story. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I wanted to make sure you were aware. So, we're in the movie theater. We've been there. Um, Now, he is also teasing me because I have been rearing to go for a hot minute. And he was like, oh, let's do a little bit in the library. Let's do a little bit in the movie theater. And I, I was like, am
1: a big tease. He's a
0: tease. I'm like, give it to me. Let's go. <laughs> let's get it out, let's do this. And it was like really good. It was really great having a really good experience. Um, and so I'm, I'm wearing a dress. So like, I just hike it up a little bit. He takes my panties off, I start going down on him. And you can hear the, the in the movie theater, like from the, the generic part, they're playing like slight moans and things like that. And there's also people kind of outside watching. But I just hear this heavy panting breathing. I hear this breathing and I look up and it's not Owen. I'm like, I thought I was doing the good. I thought I was giving into, I was like, oh, he's oh, he breathing heavy. Oh, he's feeling it. No, it's not Owen <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out, I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing, but also figure out where this heavy breathing is coming from And then I just feel a hand on my back, just glide down it. Once again, I think it's Owen. (laughs) And then finally, I look up to get a sip of of my drink. And it is this older gentleman (laughs) leaned over. He's right, he's in front of us in the movie theater. He's leaned over and he's just breathing very, very hard. And he kind of stops, like when I take like a drink And like, kind of look at him and, (laughs) and I I try to get back to doing what I was doing. And, and then he just kind of like continues, but then he, he grabs my ass and I just, I am one of those people where like, consent isn't, is important. Like, I don't know your name. I don't really know what you look like. It's, it's dark, you know, don't do that. And, and so, you know, I, I encourage him, you know, I'm trying, I'm kind of like, no you know, don't do that. And I continue on with with Owen. And I can see I, I think you were getting a little bit uncomfortable too. And and then you know,
1: at that point it was pretty much the the mood had already been killed. At that yeah. Point. I, I think we were already kind of moving trying to move to a private room or kinda of one of the sheer rooms. Yes. Just I did kind of the situation
0: yeah I didn't notice because I was I was still tr- I was trying to focus on you but when I, I when I looked up you looked really annoyed. <laughs> I was annoyed too because I was like oh like I really wanted to do it in here and I think it was also one of those nights where it was just really busy and so we couldn't find a room and we wanted we wanted to be intimate there so because like this guy would not take no for an answer he wouldn't stop heavy breathing and touching we just kind of had to be like fuck it to the whole night we went downstairs grabbed our bottle and left and and we we were able to you know do the deed um at the hotel but i do remember us both being a little peeved about that being just like god if someone says don't touch me don't touch me like jesus
1: (laughs) yeah and then i've had my story of Something similar. His
0: story is way better. Oh my god, it's so much, it's so much worse, but it's so better.
1: It was during Halloween. I was dressed as Aladdin. <laughs> I had a boo, an Abu kind of stuffed animal with his arms kind of wrapped around my neck, pinned to my. Uh, what would you say that is? Um, um, the jacket best, or the, vest? The
0: vest that Aladdin. Yeah, wears, that purple
1: yeah. vest. I remember I left uh, kind of our group to go uh, to the restroom. And I was coming back, and I remember some woman kind of yelling out, Hey, Aladdin, you want to fuck? <laughs> I, I
0: faintly remember hearing that, too. Yeah.
1: And I kind of just did my normal kind of, like, look, nod, hey, smile, and just keep, you know, keep walking, yes. keep going, whatever, just brush it <laughs> off. Uh, and then later on in the night, when we're playing.
0: Yeah. In the sheer room,
1: right? Yeah, we were in one of the sheer rooms. I think we didn't have the, the black privacy off. No, we had the but sheer. But we had the curtain. sheer. Yeah. And I think the way out we were positioned, I was laying down on my back. My head was facing the doorway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You were on me reverse. Reverse
0: cowgirl. Reverse cowgirl. I was
1: putting in work. You were putting in work. Thank you. You were putting in work. I was putting in, concentrating, not, not trying to bust enough.
0: It was going so well. It was going so well until.
1: Until. All of a sudden, I can hear people kind of talking outside the room, and then I can just feel like a hand touch my head and then slide down my head, kind of like a spider sliding down my face, and then fingers go into my mouth.
0: And he has a real phobia of spiders.
1: I know. I don't know for you, but I know I started jerking. So, you know, you're you're, you're not even knowing what's going on. I
0: was confused. I was trying to, like, keep everything in the moment. I was... Because I remember when we got back to the hotel, I was like, Yeah, well, because cause, so I didn't find out what happened until we got back to the hotel. And oh. I was confused. I was like, Oh, what happened? I thought everything was going so well.
1: Yeah, no. She put her fingers in my mouth. I grabbed the hand, tossed it to the side, kind of caught my body back and looked at the doorway and was kind of like closing it. I think I closed the privacy one and said, Don't come in, don't touch me. Yeah. I was kind of like, Because it's a very awkward situation of being in the middle of play. My dick is still inside of you at this point. Yeah. And I'm having to deal with whoever this is. Don't know (laughs)
0: where the hell their hands have been. Touching on me. No.
1: So, yeah, that was one of my experiences with that. I felt so Um, bad
0: for you, too, because I know you. So he does not like being tickled he doesn't like surprise touches and things like that and I think that's why consent is so important for us too because we you know you you don't want you don't want to be surprised if I want you touching me and you know and you want to touch me ask and if I say yes great if I say no fine go about your business but and i think that was just another night it was a halloween um my night wasn't halloween it was just i think that was just a regular busy day um and that was when we first were going to Colette's back in 2019 before uh covet happened um and it was just another busy night and when we got our tour the attendees told us you know they are pretty big on asking for consent you right. know like can i touch you things like that and in both of those situations, nobody fucking asked. And it felt super disrespectful. And it was also super fucking annoying because in the first situation, we were having a good time together. And then the second situation, we were with another couple. We, <laughs> So it, it's like, and I get it, but I also I'm like, I feel like you're also trying to take advantage of the situation. You're trying to take advantage of like, oh, things are getting hot and heavy. Oh, they're not focused. They're not paying attention. Maybe they'll let... Hell to the fucking no.
1: And we can end on one of these stories of predators in the lifestyle. <gasps> because we have met a predator that's a regular, that was a regular. Yes. Because during that time frame, i say we were going maybe twice a month. Yeah. And every time we went...
0: They were there. They,
1: This couple was there. Yeah. I wouldn't say a couple. I
0: know, it was more because so Because
1: it her. was a, a woman and... Her partner at the time, yes, uh, because she would bring the same partner maybe two times and then it would be another person.
0: But also, remember, they would occasionally be there together with different people, true, yes.
1: So, not too sure, maybe a poly relationship, I don't know. But they, uh, our first meeting with them, mm-hmm. I remember. You getting a little too toasted on the heavy pours.
0: I lost my shit, y'all. It was it was that and the shots. Oh yeah. And I was gone.
1: Yeah. I was and gone. I knew it was time to go. So I went to the bar and I was getting our bottle to go back to the hotel room. Yes. I
0: remember. Which is right
1: down the, down the road. Um and as my attention was talking to the bartender. I look back. You're talking to this uh, this woman, mm-hmm. and I can see her starting to get kind of handsy with you, starting to fill up on you, and then start going in for kisses. Mm-hmm. Do you do you kind of remember that?
0: I do. I do remember it, and that's kind of what like pissed me off because like I was I was very drunk, and I had a really bad hangover. But I remembered everything. I remembered that walk home. I remember uh, almost tripping down. Uh, those stairs, and it was in my mind. What I was thinking was, oh, we're about to go. Like, but also, I definitely felt like I was not myself. Right. I was not in control because had I been not drunk, <laughs> I would have never let that woman put her lips on me.
1: Yeah, uh, she was kissing on you. I think the guy was trying to when he saw me starting to come and try to kind of separate you guys. He was trying to kind of intervene mm-hmm. by like kind of greeting me and letting me know who you was, who she was, trying to say that you were into it. Obviously, I know you're gone.
0: And I remember you you like looking at me and telling me like being like Gabby are you here and I was like no babe I'm not like because <laughs> I'm still I'm coherent enough to like recognize you and say I because I remember being like we got to go back to the hotel we got to get out of here and I'm, I'm trying to be nice and cordial I think that's another problem of mine I try to be nice to people um and they were trying to take advantage of that
1: oh no yeah I have you in tow your arm within my arm mm-hmm. and I'm trying to go for the door yep they were still trying to be like, "Oh, but oh, she, she wants to." Uh,
0: she pulled. She pulled me back.
1: Yeah, she 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 wants to play, and I was like, "Well, that's fine, but she needs to go to bed."
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, maybe some other time. I was trying to be as nice as possible, but at the end, I kind of had to just be like, "Get the fuck back."
0: Yeah. Get no, you. Away. You were because everything about everything about them was predatory, but also super disrespectful. But. Also the fact that they, you know, like when you get really drunk and your eyes are glossed over, that was me that night. And Owen knows me well enough that he knows when I've hit my limit and like, and I've gone over it and I need to go home. But they were obviously trying to take advantage of that. I was incoherent telling them no. He is telling them we're going back to our hotel. And I remember because when we were walking out, I was wearing these really high heels and trying not to trip over myself. And the girl pulled on me and I was I was like, I was in no, (laughs) no mental capacity to like try to like fight them or anything. But like you just put down your foot and in a situation like that, you would have lost your shit. Like if there was any other situation, you would have probably been like, get the fuck away get your hand, get away from us, things like that. But so you you really, you took care of me and you really handled that situation well. But that, and that's also why I just say, because Owen and I do tend to be heavier drinkers. We do drink a lot, but like a night like that, we, what, finished a bottle and we had um, also a bottle of tequila, a Patron, I think, that we finished. Um Just drank too much that night. I had too much to drink. Um, and I felt bad that he had to do that for me, that he had to take care of me, but I love him. He loves me. He, I trust him and he's never let me down. But there are situations that can happen like that where people might try to get you by yourself. Um, or your partner is looking for you. And that's just why I say, you know, definitely do pace yourself. Ask for sh- single shots. Ask for a chaser with your drink. Because there are people that know people get fucked up in New Orleans, on Bourbon, at Collects, And they will try to take advantage of that. I don't think it's super, super common. I'm just saying, and it's not be aware. Just,
1: and yeah, it's not just specific to the lifestyle or lifestyle no. club. That's any club you go into. Because
0: we've had more uh, experiences you know. with
1: it. Yeah. So that's that's a club kind of thing that you have to worry about in any normal club. Yes. Outside of that, yeah, they are those people that are predators. Yeah, there are those people that kinda push the 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 rules, the boundaries mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. kinda go into rooms that they shouldn't.
0: Yep. That's um, happened to us.
1: <laughs> that yeah. If you have even have that privacy uh curtain on the sheer rooms mm-hmm. They will still try to pull it and come into the room.
0: Yep. We're going to tell you all that story. Yeah. I, I hated that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But we have met a ton of couples over the years at Colette's New Orleans that mm-hmm. we're... Lovely are, people. Yeah.
0: We, we really like them. We stay in contact with them. They're nice. And we don't... Also, we don't play with all of the couples. But we... Um, if we have good conversation and like, also like you just vibe... It's like, cool. Like when we see each other at the club, we, you know, we get a drink, we talk a little bit and we go on about our business and it's, it's, it's nice. But a lot of people, a lot of people are very nice and very respectful. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. A lot of uh, the people we we've met, we we've, might've attempted play, done slight play with mm-hmm. them. And then it turned more just to a friendship slash yeah. somebody that we could check in to with the lifestyle and others. It's just been kind of, what would you say?
0: I would say like an experience of play there it not being like anything like great for us and just being like okay well this was fine that this happened I don't think we've stayed in contact with really with any of those couples not not many of them um but it, it's 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 just like oh man, that was a learning experience like we check in in the morning we're like eh, how was that for you it's like hmm I didn't, it wasn't great for me, and yeah. <laughs> typically, I,
1: w- I would say if you're not the same. if you're not going to a lifestyle club with a couple you already know or someone that you've met through uh, a site, go in with no expectations at all. Yeah. Even if you meet someone on a lifestyle site, I would still go in with no real expectations, mm-hmm. just so you don't build these just- unachievable goals
0: yeah in your mind like you you get in your mind what's going to happen like everything like how, and how it's going to feel and you might get there and then be like Ugh, i'm not even we, we we don't even have any common ground oh no yeah. and it doesn't have to be an oh no a stinker for the rest of your night like you still got your bottle there's tons of other couples in there you know you know just be kind to people Say so, you know uh oh, we're not really feeling it and go meet other, other couples, but you know, don't, don't go in with these high expectations goals. Cause you, you might be disappointed and we don't want that to like, like soil your experience of the lifestyle. Like, Oh, I had, I imagined all this was going to happen and it didn't, you know, that th- those expectations can kind of ruin things for you. So, you know, Kind of see what what the vibe is um, and and go with the flow and and whatever happens, happens. Yeah,
1: because most of the times we go, it's just us playing with ourselves just because we weren't able to meet anybody prior to going to the club or Mm -hmm. even when we were there. We may have talked to quite a few people, but, you know, the connection was never really built throughout the night to or justify being
0: or we met couples that we liked who were definitely not lifestyle ready
1: oh no yeah and that's that's <laughs> a, that's a whole nother
0: that's another story Story,
1: yeah we <laughs> we've gotten a lot of stories out of uh new orleans <laughs> I think that's kind of why we're kind of branching out to some of the other Colettes yeah. and then kind of start going to like Secrets in Orlando. Yeah. Uh, now we're trying to go to Hito, like we said in the past.
0: Hedo. uh
1: Episode. We have a ton of stories.
0: We'll tell those almost
1: stories soon. We'll give y'all, we'll give y'all some more of those. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say? No, nah,
0: I was thinking about like the whole expectations thing. And we, we hit on that, um, but, yeah, also, ladies, if you can, uh, bring a little purse. Bring extra shoes because walking around in them heels, if you're not a pro, bring some extra shoes because <laughs> your feet will be hurting. Um, but, yeah. And,
1: and that's actually one thing I can say that we forgot is kind of dress code and things like that. Oh,
0: Yeah. We, we can kind of like go ahead before yes.
1: uh, we end the episode is, well, guys, I would always say just dress and impress. Um a polo shirt, or just kind of nice slacks, yeah, um some
0: khakis,
1: nothing too crazy, but I would definitely say business casual,
0: yeah, like you don't you don't have to be wearing like a like a suit jacket or anything, um, I don't think I've ever seen ladies in casual wear but ladies we can pretty much wear whatever we want most ladies i I mean at the end of the day but um but most ladies come in in dresses um heels you know they got their faces beat their their hair is nicely done and everything um, And even like, gosh, at one of these points, I would actually kind of like to go in jeans because I didn't know that that you could do that. And I saw a girl in jeans and I was like, oh, she just looks so comfortable. I should have worn jeans. But yeah, um, uh, you know, heels or, you know, flats, things like that. And I, I think they're more so lax on the dress code now uh, because they do have a specific dress code, but you also see men and kind of like, you know, t-shirts and jeans I don't really care you know what anybody wears or anything uh, but I do know it can get confusing because the dress code is specific I think on the website but you might come in and you, you'll be like well he's wearing jeans and he's wearing sneakers or things like that but but yeah I would say I think Owen described it well dress to impress if if you're if you're wanting something to happen you know dress like you're going on out on the date and, um, you're trying to take somebody home that night or something right.
1: like that. <laughs> just because you're going to a lifestyle club, a swingers club, a sex club, doesn't mean you're going to get laid that night. You you still have to kind of have that charisma that you would normally need in a normal club.
0: I said that in episode one. I said, I do my hair. I beat my face. I put on a tight dress and high heels. And I'm like, and I go home and nothing has happened. So I'm like, Owen, I need some head. <laughs> Yeah. Do oh i what, got what it, it too do what makes you feel sexy dress the way that makes you feel sexy too because i think that is what goes into a lot of people's confidence too
1: yeah no and i know a lot of times i'll wear like a blazer or something like that
0: yeah um you'll be looking mighty fuckable
1: i try that's the goal <laughs> but i think for the most part that kind of wraps up our Collects reviews slash experiences go to our email and kind of send us different things that you might want us to speak about or speak on in upcoming episodes and that's almost swingers at gmail.com
0: so once again thanks so much for listening this far and uh, for joining us for episode two we hope you join us again in episode three we really appreciate you guys listening to the, the almost, almost swingers podcast swingers.